What if the producer thinks I suck? What if I bring this song that just sounds so amateur and the producer's just like, are you kidding me? Is this what we're working with? That's probably a feeling that we've had as an artist when we're thinking about going to the studio, when we think about having to pitch our song to the producer to think, oh, what are they actually going to think about this? Is my song anywhere near being ready for a recording studio? So I think that's just a big confidence thing. So today I wanted to chat about that mainly from the producer side because I've, I've been in both I've been in both camps where I've been an artist taking a song to a producer and now working out of the studio here I have a lot of artists bringing songs to me so I want to talk about that dynamic and what the producer is actually thinking and hopefully this should give you a little bit of confidence to be able to get up take your song take your music into the studio get it recorded and then release it out to the world so we're going to talk about confidently taking your song to a producer let's talk about it Hey, I'm Craig from the Dot of Day Studio. I'm talking to musicians who want to become artists. Uh, this channel, this podcast is just aimed at musos that just want to go next level. You're passionate about music and you want to know some of the things you can do to make sure that you keep walking forwards in your music journey and hopefully be able to do this for a career or at least start ticking some of those boxes that you've set out for yourself as a music artist. So today we're going to be talking about getting into the studio and it's kind of just a confidence thing. I just, I really... I really feel for artists that come into the studio and they just have to pitch me a song and they kind of like, they make all the excuses under the sun before it starts. And I'm, I'm not bagging any of that out because I've been there myself in the past as well when I've pitched songs. We all uh, default to the same sort of um, justifications in ourselves. We might say like, oh, you know, I'm not sure about the lyrics in the chorus. Or I'm not quite sure about the melody or oh, I haven't warmed up my voice yet or haven't sang for a couple of weeks or I had a gig on the weekend so my voice is a bit like we kind of try and dull it down so that their expectation isn't too high that way we can more confidently bring it so it's a real battle and and I don't know what to do either as a producer I, I kind of like you know try and set them up try and get them playing and then you know I look around or I'm I uh maybe pretend I'm doing something else or whatever because I, I can't just sit there and stare at them because it's it's super nerve-wracking and it's difficult to do. So maybe you've felt this and maybe that's actually stopped you from going into a studio at all. Maybe just the thought of, I, I just can't pitch this song, I'm not ready, um, the song has to be 100% perfect uh, or the producer's just going to laugh in my face. So I completely understand it. So I want to talk about uh, the role of the producer a little bit and then just hopefully give you some confidence to be able to get yourself into the studio. So for me, I work with a lot of singer-songwriters. So what we're going to do is is we'll we'll listen to their acoustic, dry bed of a song, which is basically just chords, lyrics, and melody. And then we're going to kind of create the song um, together. So uh, me recording some instruments or getting session musos in to kind of build up this singer-songwriter song. So initially that has to start with this dry um, pitch, which, you know, it's it's good. I really like it. But what I, what I want to say as a producer is that it's my role, and I, I try to do this as much as I can, is just to be super subjective. So I'm not there to kind of judge your song and for me to decide whether I think it's great or not. My job as a producer, and, and any good producer is going to be the same, their job is just to make your song as good as it can be. So the thing thing is like... I'm not across every single genre, so I don't know what sounds great in hip hop and jazz and pop and rock and metal and indie and all these different genres. So I think you have to take an objective view and not just say, oh, I think that's great. I would make this melody like this because that's the kind of music I like. So I have to, I assume a lot, 
you know what you like as an artist, like you know the music that you listen to, you know what you're going for. So if you think that's good, who am I to tell you that it's not good? So I take, in a, very, I take a very objective view to the whole thing, if that makes sense. And the reason I try and do this is because there, that happened to me. I, I mixed this album like a self-recorded uh, album in 2009. Um, what do they call it? A solo album. I did a solo album. I mixed it. I recorded it. I wrote it. I did everything. Nobody helped me at all until I got to the mastering stage when I took it to Rick O'Neill in Sydney there at Turtle Rock Mastering. Um, the week before, he had had Guy Sebastian in there. So he's a big deal in the mastering world in Australia. And I took him this song and I just remember thinking, oh man, he's going to think this is so bad. Um, and I was just so surprised that he never commented on it. He just, he took a really objective view and I kept like asking him questions trying to, or one, I was trying to learn myself, but two, just trying to get his opinion on it. Things like, oh, do you think the symbols are too loud? And he's like, no, I wouldn't say they're too loud. He just never kind of, he never gave me any indication that, that it wasn't any good. Um, so I listened to that album the other day and my goodness are the symbols way too loud. The whole thing, it sounds awful. It doesn't sound good at all. And I know that he's worked working with Guy Sebastian the week before. So he knows good music. He just kept all his opinions out of it and objectively mastered my album the way that was best for the album had nothing to do with with his opinion on how great it should be or how I should have written things differently. It was just an objective view. So I try to take that as a producer. I feel like that's my role is to to have an artist and kind of nurture their music journey as much as I can. It's not about um, forcing my music and my taste onto them. If they ask for what I think, then I can say, oh, I reckon it sounds good like this. But my overall job is to make their song sound great. And I can't expect that I know all of their influences. I know where they want to go. I know their target audience. I just have to say, if this is your song, you love it, you're proud enough to come into the studio and record it, then that's the song we're working with. So let's make it as good as we can. The next thing is that it's really the producer's role to expand and tweak and make that song as good as possible. So you don't really need to come in with a perfect polished beautiful song that just blows the producer away. Sometimes that happens and that's great. But at that point, once you've pitched this song and you want the producer to help you make it, then they put their name to it. So they're going to make every effort to to kind of make that as good as the song can be because it's in their best interest. They don't want to have a crappy song, work on a crappy song, and then release a crappy song. So even if you bring something that's not amazing, you can be guaranteed that the producer is going to work alongside you and make sure that by the end of the journey, you have a really good song. I, don't, I think you can take the expectation off yourself that it needs to be perfect before you go to the studio. I think better, it should be, you should be looking for it to be perfect once you've finished in the studio. That's the goal and that's where your sh- producers should be taking you. And because they're putting their name to it, it's important to them. Because you're paying them to do it, it's important to them. So yeah, I think shift it towards it needs to be perfect before I come in to it's going to be perfect by the time we finish. And I can't speak for all producers, but for me, I love the journey. I love being able to help an artist uh, kind of get better and write better songs as they go along. So for me, I don't want to just record one single and then move on. I want to record a single and then another one and then an album and kind of be a part of that journey with the artist. So often that first pitch can be quite difficult, but you know, later on, a couple of months down the track, or whatever, I'm getting phone memos of bad recordings in the car of this melody idea, or they come in the studio and they're like, I've got this song, or this song, or this song, or this song. So you kind of grow in confidence 
as you build that relationship with the producer and then you can trust that the producer is looking at it objectively. They want to make your sound as good as it can be because you've got your own audience with your own tastes and your own inspirations. So you can kind of build this relationship and build this confidence over time. And I think it's all because it's that's the producer's role is just to make your song sound as good as it can for you and for your audience. I think there are definitely occasions where your song isn't ready. I think you still need to come and pitch it to kind of figure that out. But there's been times when people have, have pitched me a song and I've just had to say, I think you should keep working on that now. And the reason is if we started recording this, this needs a lot of work. So this is going to need like a co-write or, you know, we're going to have to just add a lot to this. So this is going to end up being probably expensive for you. Um, you might be better off just workshopping the song a bit more, fixing it up and then coming back to the studio a bit later when you're, when you're a little bit more prepared. But I think that is good. And I think that's just a teachable moment. And it still takes confidence to do that. But in almost all those scenarios, they do work on it. And I've been able to build enough of a relationship by being honest like that, that they can say, how's this? Or what do you think if I did this? And we can kind of work together a little bit and, and build up their confidence. So yeah, it's, it's not good enough to record right now, but these are the things that we can do to fix it up and then work towards doing that. So I think as long as your attitude is always teachable, as long as your attitude is always about, I want to actually do this for a living. I want to actually make some money off my music. So what do I need to do to get better? Once you've got that attitude and that viewpoint, then your producer is just your best friend. They're going to be able to help you say, well, you need to do this. You need to maybe do less rhymes in your lyrics. Maybe make sure your beat's a bit more solid. And they can kind of give you guidance to actually implement in your songwriting so that it is good, but it comes back to the, the fact that I'm not, I'm not just there to say, nah, that song sucks next. I'm not interested in working with you. It's like, all right, that song probably does need a little bit of work. Here's the things that you can do to get it to the place where we can record it. Yeah. So I just wanted to say, I a hundred percent feel that, that confidence struggle to, to pitch your music to somebody that probably does know a lot more about music and about songwriting than you do, but I think you should absolutely do it. You should absolutely bite the bullet. And hopefully today has given you a little bit of confidence that you can do that. If you're sitting on some songs, you want to get into the studio, you want to pitch it to somebody uh, just to do that because it really is worth it for you. And it is the first step and there's no real wrongs. I mean, if you pitch it to a, a rubbish producer who just kicks you out, then I mean, just go and find somebody else who's actually going to listen to you because I think, like I've mentioned a ton of times in this, the producer's really there for you. And if they're not there for you, then you need to find another producer that is there for you. But or whichever level you're at, I think a producer's going to look at it objectively and be able to take what you've got and what you're going for and help you to realize that reality uh, and, that, and be able to help you fulfill that desire for your music. So that's it from me, doing short episodes every week here on YouTube and on the podcast. So subscribe to keep up to date with all of those. Make some music this week and we'll talk again soon. Now, if you're thinking you would love to hear my terrible solo album, uh, if there's enough comments here, I'm happy to post it, but I'm not just going to show you for no reason because that's, uh, that's embarrassing.